Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when we sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Bruno, Jesse, and Blaze coming at you as the Avs drop this one 2 to nothing to the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, okay, I'm going to start with this. Whoa. Everyone in chat, you need to ask yourselves, are you a hockey fan or are you an Avs fan? And there's nothing wrong with you being an Avs fan and not a hockey fan. But if you're a hockey fan, you love this hockey game. Full stop. Great hockey game, top to bottom from both teams that had to be enjoyable, even if it is a disappointing result for Colorado. If you're a pure Avs fan and you're just sad that the Avs lost, that's fine. Totally reasonable. But this was a good hockey game, for sure. You have to be able to admit that. Uh, okay. Dude, there are some wild quotes out there, and we'll get into the Lanny <laughs> stuff. Uh, Jack Eichel. That's the loudest I've heard this place ever. It only took seven years and me leaving for them to get into it. <laughs> wow. wow. Shots fired. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> All that, and he couldn't score a goal to come through for me. Yeah. What a dick. Sucks to suck. You got, Did you guys see the... Peter Mrazek goal oh that he gave up. My. Gave up. He scored that thing. Oh no 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 no, Mrazek. Oh Mrazek. Sorry, I, 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 he's I, still on Detroit. In actually, my mind. somehow worse than, than the scoring than, on than yourself. The goal. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Uh, not what good times. Nice. What a night. Not good times for goalies out here. Um, look, the Yavs and Carolina like. Would you not love seven games of this, genuinely? I tweeted it out. Did you? Yeah. I, I didn't see yeah. a tweet. So. I mean, again, it was a fun game to watch. Yep. Um, shitty way to lose the game, right? Uh, the way that the puck goes in the back of the net. But as far as, like, end-to-end, -end, this game was just, it was... It was a banger. Yeah. That's a good way to well, describe it. it. It was, you know, it started the way that you expect. Carolina, they're, they're rested. They're, they're at home. We talked about it in the pregame. They hadn't played the Avs in two years. These two teams have been hearing about each other. Carolina's chasing the Avs. They want to prove, hey, we're right in there with you. They come out hot. Darcy Kemper was fantastic. Phenomenal. And yes. then the Avs pushed back. And this game was just so much, like, like this was a legitimate, like, heavyweight each team imposed their will. Each team played their 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 style. Um, they each team responded when they needed to. Um, yeah, you know we'll, we'll get into the way that that it ends and and the goal that goes in and the the play that kind of leads to it. Um, you know there was a lot that kind of happened around there. But honestly, I said in the pregame, I'm not so much worried about the result in this game. You want to see the effort. You want to see the Abs push back after. A, really disappointing not just a disappointing result in New Jersey but a really disappointing effort um, and and I thought you got that tonight I thought it was a great game from the Avs um, you know they, they showed some emotion uh, Rudo I liked your tweet uh, I, I just saw you know you don't want to blame it on the refing and again we'll, we'll get there because Landy had some very choice words yeah. <laughs> um, but Vegas literally did that to help them win a playoff series last year I mean, you see teams do it yeah all the time. Let's not even beat around the bush. Let's just get into the ref conversation yeah, yeah. Okay. right now. Yeah, let's do it. I, I'm the, I know I'm the odd one out here. I didn't have a problem with the refing tonight. I really didn't. I thought it was fairly even and fairly consistent. The one thing they were calling all night on both sides was interference. Yeah, I get it. Kadri's really mad about the play that happened with Nino before the goal. Is it a light hold? Yeah, sure. Maybe there's a little bit of a stick in the skates there. I didn't hate the no call. If you did, fine. But I think the bigger conversation here is how upset the Avs are about it. Well, and and so Landy, before he even took questions, yep. gave, I guess what you technically refer to as a statement, and he said, I've been in this league 11 years. I've never done this. Everyone everyone remembers, and a lot of people even said, oh, he he's, he's – uh, he, he, the offside call uh, against San Jose a couple years ago, he was given the opportunity in that post-game press conference to rip the refs. And didn't. And he didn't. And there was a lot of people like, wow, that'll earn him a lot of goodwill with the refs. Hasn't done shit. Hasn't really done anything. Yep. 
So, you know, he's kind of sitting there on the other side now saying, okay, well, that didn't get me anywhere, so now I am going to voice my frustration. And he's kind of echoed your sentiments, but he stopped at the first 50 minutes. <laughs> and, and again, I, I, I think I'm somewhere in between where you are and, and what he's saying because he first calls out the high stick on... Which Kadri. I still haven't seen a good angle. I have no idea. Right. That could be a blatant penalty or not one at all. And and he, uh, Landis Cog said, we were arguing to the refs, okay, that's a high stick, but he he sold it like crazy. That should also be embellishment. They said, nope, it's still a high stick. Then after the, the no call on Kadri, they went to the refs and said that was a hook, and they said, well, Kadri's selling it <laughs> like crazy. Yep. And they were like, it's still a hook, yep. which is the exact explanation you guys gave us on the call For that the you made against stick. us yep. three minutes ago. And then, so the, the no call on Kadri leads to a goal. They then give the explanation of, well, it was it, it, he sold it too much. And then the only area where I really had an issue was then a shift and a half later. They you have call a pretty the ticky-tack-taze hook. Right, right. Sure. Yeah. You know, stick foul on Jonathan, or Jonathan Taves. Whoa. Devon Taves. And that's where I think they lost that consistency, and that's where the Avs, I, I, I thought, had a right to get upset. Because I agree with you. I, I didn't have much of an issue with the officiating I, for most of that game. I want to hear Blaze's conversation, but I do want to get this comment from Anthony because I completely disagree. Uh, <laughs> I think complaining about the refs is a fucking great look for the Avs. I think it's what they need to do, and the historic track record of teams complaining about the refs has worked out great for them. Yeah. Recent history. Yeah. I mean, look Seriously. at Vegas last year. It was the thing that was like, oh, the abs are getting way too many calls. Uh, DeBoer goes out there, basically <laughs> says, hey, they're getting way too many calls. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the whistles just got swallowed the rest of yep. that, that series, and Vegas took advantage of it. Yeah. And... Uh, track record of this season. First 41 games of the year, the Avs drew the most penalties in the NHL. Look at their last 15 games. The penalty calls they're getting are way, way down. Yeah. Way down. Uh, who was it? Ju literally just last week, uh, it was a coach who kind of, he started his press conference the same way, but like way more aggressive. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but they actually talked about it on 32 Thoughts, and Elliot Friedman said I think, and I'll, I'll look it up and I'll have it for tomorrow's sure, sure. pod, but um, he goes, he, he knows where we're at in the, in the, in the, the schedule, and he's, he's putting that out there so that come playoff time, the refs remember, oh, this guy's not happy, and, and it, it, right, wrong, and different, it is a thing that works. Now, I do agree that if you are doing this after every sure. game, every whistle... Then yes, I fully agree that is a bad look. But the abs, again, going back to the Landeskog offside thing, they have taken the high road on the officiating every single time. They have been asked For about it the by the entirety of Bednar's tenure. Yeah, they haven't they, said a word. They have, they, and they've been given opportunities to by by us asking him questions. Um, you know, by them, have, they, they've got the microphone every night. They can do it. They haven't. This is the first time we've seen anybody from the abs do it in the Bednar era, and. Um, you know, you got to play the game. You got to play the game, and that's and and I mean in turn like the mental game. Sure. And like you said, Pete DeBoer did it last year. It yeah, works. look at all the calls they're getting. Yeah. And then the, the pendulum swung the other way. Yeah. Um, now the one thing I, I I pound the drum on, and AJ tweeted it out. The way you fix a lot of this, make them available. Yep. Make the two officials. You don't have to make the linesmen available. Make the two officials available for media if, after the game. If Luxmore is available after this game, there are zero questions left from any of us. He <laughs> yeah. sits there. He'll he'll tell us his process, and we either say, okay, that's reasonable, or we say, okay, that's bullshit. Right. Like, there's no two ways about it. Instead, we're stuck here speculating. Yeah. So. And I would love to see that going forward. Oh, dude, so bad. And, and I mean, you know Blake. What are you going like to do? What are you going to do to make that work? Yep. I, well, because because what's so frustrating is like you know and you see it even on TV, players approach refs to talk and they just yeah. to the box go away. to yeah. the box and it's like and and I'm sure in the NHL you do get explanations at different times yeah but there is so much of it where it does feel like again you're you're trying to understand what it is they're calling and they're telling you to skate away. So it's like I'm trying to understand what is and is not a penalty. And, and where I do have an issue with the officiating tonight, 
is what Landis Cox said. The, if the conversation was, a high stick is a high stick. Doesn't matter if he embellished it. Why isn't that a hook? Well, he embellished it. Those plays happen four or five minutes apart. It's that that is where I do have an issue because that's where you lose the consistency. You did, lose the consistency of you called this way the whole night. You didn't. Did uh did Moose ever ref any of your games? Uh so he I think so? Yeah. So he coached or not coached, he refed college games. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. He would do men's leagues games here and there. He's from Colorado. He died, he passed away. Um, yes, 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 yes. One of the greatest refs I've ever got to play, like him refing a game, because anytime anything happened, he would say, Here's the call, this is why I'm calling you as he's skating you to the box, yeah. right? Yep. So you knew exactly what you were doing and you would you could talk to him and he'd be like, This is what I saw. Yeah. And and uh again, you assume that you get some of that in the NHL, but there there is just this lack of accountability that does bother me. Um Yeah. Now, I, I think all of that is true, but this was a phenomenal hockey game, yeah. and that's actually part of the reason why it's like a little disappointing. It's like, ugh, that was such a great game, and to see it end on such an ugly sequence of events, um, culminating up to this <laughs> skipping, bouncing puck into the net. Um, phenomenal goalie duel all night. It's a shame. You know, one of them was going to have to get beat. It's a shame it's something like that. I. See, I kind of low-key love the way the game the this, way dude, this, this dude game likes ended. ties and ugly yeah, goals ending great hockey, hockey games. 90s hockey, baby. 90s <laughs> hockey. Come on. Come on. But the the one thing I have a problem with more than any of this is Gabe Landis got getting tossed out of this game. Why? We watch dudes yell at the refs all night. Every night. Do you My, know what he said? Yeah. yeah, he told me he had a rough night. He had yeah. a rough night. That's pretty soft if you're kicking that a guy out That shit happens that. every night to Riff. I imagine uh, that he had been barking for a while. <laughs> I'm sure he had. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I would guess because, because yeah, I was like, really? That's what you're talking about? I mean, Kadri was too, right? Like, they showed yeah. a close-up of him on the bench and, like, as well. And, like, he got tossed out after it's 2 nothing, yeah. and, like, no one cares yep. at that point, right? The game was over, so it doesn't matter. But... I want to see, and again, this is solved by a ref presser. Explain it to me. Right. Explain what the F is going on, and maybe I'll have a little bit more sympathy for the referee. But as it is, I have zero sympathy for the ref's position in this hockey game. Even I'm the guy who thought they called a decent game, and I'm like, I explain it to me. Right. Please. Right. And, 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 and yeah, I, I thought this was a, a really good game. I thought it was a well-officiated game. There's a few things, that, and this is the part where it's disappointing. I'd say 95% of this game, you, you, you're fine with the officiating. There's there's a couple plays where you sit there and you're like, holy shit, that ended up being the difference. I'm not saying that's necessarily why they lost, um, but but this this is a great game, and, and it was it was gonna break one way or the other. Um, great back and forth, um, and, and that is part of what makes it disappointing to see it end on. Uh, what you what you could say was a hook, and then uh, and then an ugly bouncing goal. Yeah, a hell of a bounce. Uh, all right, we are brought to you all by DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, you can go over there and bet five dollars on any college basketball conference final game and win two hundred dollars in free bets if you pick the winning team. So jump on that. Go get two hundred dollars in free bets. Mm. Go to DraftKings. Bet it on. Oh, I don't know. Bet it on someone not named Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton to win the F1 championship. Why not? <laughs> Have a little bit of fun. Get in on that. Bet on Carolina to win the Stanley Cup, if that's how you feel about it. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Bet it on whatever you want. You can do that with DraftKings. Pretty much every sporting event in existence is bettable on that app. So Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR when you sign up to get the opportunity to bet 5 bucks and win $200 in free bets on any college basketball conference finals game. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. To DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And, of course, if you have the game in Grom, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, I don't know how you watch this game, chat. I'm going to assume... Most of you probably did some unscrupulous things 
to find a way to watch this hockey game. You don't have to, at least if you're in the Denver metro area. You can go get a Vodka TV, just 25 bucks a month. Hooks right into your TV like a normal receiver. It's just like watching cable, but, you know, it's not Comcast, so everybody wins. Uh, and it's cheaper than DirecTV or some of your other options. They have altitude. They'll have uh, Rocky Mountain, AT&T, Rocky Mountain, whatever it is. Now, I don't know. The Rockies channel. AT&T Sportsnet. Thank you. Yep. They have the Rockies <laughs> channel, uh, which Rockies are, are are a thing again. They're They're having a season, so... They got you covered on we'll, all. We'll Colorado call it sports. a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're having a season. The Rockies will participate in games. There we go. That's a season. <laughs> I think that's the definition of a season, right there. Uh, so you have that too. They have national channels as well. Jump on it. Go on over there. Get that. Did anybody else see that guy wander upstairs and realize he was in the wrong place? <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, Avaca TV is great. Hilarious. Go to avaca.tv slash DNVR. That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash DNVR. Sign up for it today. And great time to go get yourself a DNVR Avalanche membership. Trade deadline right around the corner. Uh, we've been pumping out content like machines lately, whether it be deadline or otherwise. Yeah. So. Lots of stuff to go read on thednbr.com right now from the Avalanche Beat. Have a bunch of YouTube videos, too. Check those out. Like, subscribe. Do the whole thing. Or be mad at us because we're not mad enough that the Avs lost this game, I guess, if you want. That's that's your business. You're allowed to be mad. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Before we get into anything, I, I just I wanted go. to say one thing about the Rockies because everyone is like, baseball is back! It's like... They just moved the schedule. No one missed a game. Like, baseball hadn't started yet. Yeah. But also... NHL's been through two lockouts where you like, gone past what should have been the opening day. One of them, you missed season altogether. So, I don't want to hear all this is back I feel like that's just on the NHL for being shitty at negotiating deals. Well, no, no, but I'm just saying, like, from the fan standpoint, I've been there. I've bled. I've seen it. (laughs) I lived it. It's back, baby. Yeah. Yeah, It was like, baseball's back. Baseball isn't supposed to start yet. All right, let's have a positive moment and get to our king of the game, which is going to be Darcy Kemper. Absolutely. Obviously the goaltender that gave up a goal in this game, but let's face it, uh, a lesser goalie in net for the first 10 minutes of this hockey game, and it could have been (laughs) 3-0 Carolina real fast. So Kemper gave the Avs every chance to win this hockey game. Obviously things didn't work out, but after a couple of sketchy games from him, Tonight, you're like, all right, yeah, you know, no, he's the guy. No, yeah, he was great. Um, you knew that you knew that Carolina was going to have a strong push there to start, and uh, he did a great job keeping the Avs in it. Didn't give Carolina anything and allowed the Avs to get on their toes a little bit. Uh, this is what you're looking for out of him. Yeah, the Avs started off real shaky up front. I mean, ranting in blatant just giveaway of the – like trying to do too much mm-hmm. in the defensive zone and loses the puck. Basically yep. springs a guy for a breakaway. Yep. And then not much later has who I don't know who had the second one, but it was You know. You know who it was. Oh, it was EJ. I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> I, for the record, later on in this game, EJ had multiple great stick checks. Wanna yeah. give the guy some credit, but that turnover in the first whoo Yeah, it's like <laughs> the most predictable drop pass of all time. I mean our Nuggets Almost guys were even talking ladies. about the stick checks out there saying it was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, no, again, like, that first 10 minutes, Carolina got the abs running around a little bit. But after that, really, I, I, I thought, for the most part, everyone on, on, <laughs> everyone on both teams, I, I, I thought it just really yeah. played yeah, well. They, they settled in. Yeah, 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 exactly. Both teams really settled in. Um, I, I really am struggling to remember, like, any, like, egregious errors by either team outside of maybe that first five, seven minutes for the abs when Carolina really – came out of the gates hard um it's, and the Evs survived they got these yeah. minutes out of curtis mcdermott out of ryan murray on a night without sam gerard their defense did okay mm-hmm. and not gonna say it was great with the bottom four but it didn't kill them mm-hmm. yep and that's yep. all you can really ask and then you have the second period where the Avs top forwards started making their mark on the game they beat ronta twice Puck just doesn't yeah. go in. Yep. And then he makes a phenomenal yep, on save on Nathan McKinnon. Yep. I thought that hit post first, but it hit shoulder-ish. Yep. Shoulder first, yeah. right? And yeah. then, and then, then yeah, post. Yeah, so 
Um, I mean, that's and that's fun part about hockey, right? It's game yeah. of inches. The the abs was it two posts or three? At least two. I don't know. The third I, one, I'd have to go back and yeah, look. Yeah, you know, two two or three posts and and a save that catches the top quarter inch of of Ante Ranta's um, shoulder pad, or you're maybe looking at a two three nothing lead for the abs and the you know. Cadre hook, non-hook, whatever is completely irrelevant. So that, that's why you, you know, again, you're disappointed with the result. You lost. You're always disappointed when you lose. Um, it was a really good game, and the and the Abs had several chances to win it, or to score, and um, two really good teams. Yeah. yeah. Again, fun hockey. I don't know. Like if you're the NHL and you watch this hockey game, you're like, boy, sure would love more of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's it was just a quality great hockey game. And let's be honest. The funny thing about 0-0 hockey games is they pretty regularly end the way this one did. Yep. It's not often a great goal where some crazy good play happens. It's usually some nonsense <laughs> that no one's hyped about uh, on the actual play itself. And that's hockey. Yeah, to it goes me, out, It went off Kadri's shin guard, right? Like, is that where it caught Kadri? Yeah, I think it, up it, front. Hit Kadri first, bounced off the ice. Hit yeah. Kadri, bounced off the ice, and in. Yep. And it goes like far post and in, and it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and you can you can even tell by the way that Kemper reacted to it. It's just like, ha, ah, lol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing anyone can do about that. I didn't realize like, uh, in the Vegas loss to Buffalo, both Alex Tuck and Peyton Krebs had goals. Yep. Shocking. Is it though? No, not even a little. <laughs> not even a little. Bit. So awesome for them though. Yeah, seriously. Oh, dude, I'll bet you. I mean, they're 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 so far out of it. That this will be the biggest the that, fucking hard, that was hardest their Stanley party Cup, all night. For yeah, sure. yeah, that was their Stanley Cup. I, I said that about the Coyotes last week <laughs> uh, when they they're beat still the Avs. going. Yep. I was like, that was their that was their Stanley Cup. They beat the Avs twice. They beat the Leafs tonight. Yeah, yeah. In overtime. Four straight. That's enough to win a series for <laughs> Arizona right there. Uh, yes. Love the comment, Michael. As PK got her done tonight. Yeah. And I I was saying this the entire night on the watch along. This was a hockey game that deserved a five-on-five five ending. I love that neither team scored on the special teams. Obviously, the goal was dumb and silly and stupid, but these were two teams that were going at it giving each other their best and it was decided well okay let's have this conversation were they offside uh, so they bednar was asked about it uh post game and he said they were real close to challenging just to see if they why get an overturn you, why wouldn't you because he said they didn't feel like they had anything conclusive and given the way the ruling is, it had to be clear that it was offside. It and pretty clear on that post-game angles. Uh, yeah, I, that reverse angle. Yeah. I mean, it, it, well, and, and, the, and the argument that Bednar made was he said his toe was on the line. It was close. I hear you. But then by the time his skate was fully over, he said he felt like they would pull the possession thing. Oh, well, at that point he had possession. But he was... Mm, okay. So, that, so, yeah, yeah. That's okay. A, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, bro, I mean, that that's as close as, as it comes. I hear you. Um, I thought it was a coaching error on Bednar's I agree. point. I agree. Like, on his part, excuse me, because, like, right at that point in the game, right, there's what? Yeah, your odds of winning. Five minutes left. Five, five six minutes left. So when the goal was scored, yeah. right, yeah, and there's been no goal scored the whole game. They go up one goal, and it's questionable if he's offsides. Might as well take the chance. Yeah. And then look what happens anyways because Yeah, I was gonna say with the with the benefit thirty seconds later they take a penalty anyways. So with the benefit of hindsight knowing that you're gonna oh, end up being I know. fucking I mean, shorthanded. Yeah, yeah, well no, because sure. you and you and I were laughing about that during yeah. the game. Like, well if I would have known that, yeah, just send it on the <laughs> on the challenge. But you know, I, I think what Bednar's thinking there is you know, I, I trust my team to go out and get one and get yeah. us back in this. They you know, they were pissed, they were hungry. Um, and you know, okay, cool. We've got six minutes to work with. I I believe that my guys are gonna be able to go out there and make something happen. And and again, such an unfortunate series of events that that take place right after that. Um, 
I, I think if that's a goal to make it two nothing, yeah, you you make that challenge. But in a game that's, I don't think there's a. I think you won nothing. You make it every time. Every time. See, but you're in a one nothing game. You're one shot away. Why risk putting yourself shorthanded and now putting yourself two shots away from getting back into I, a game with five minutes left? So, two things. If you want to get into the analytics of it. If you're down one with six minutes left in a hockey game, I think you lose way more of a percentage of the time than a percentage that that gets called a good goal. Uh, I'll start there. I don't know. <laughs> that, was re- that was a really close one. I, I, I hear you. And two, if you believe in your team to score a goal in six minutes, do you believe a team to score a goal in four minutes? No, no, no. But, but that's, so that's I, I know, that you killed I know, a penalty. I know. But Carolina's coming off a goal. They've got momentum. You're also on a night where your PK has been aces up to sure. this point in the game. And you have to but what, you have what, to give your team the best chance yeah. to win. And I think challenging that gives them the best chance to win. I, I, I just I just think when it's that close I I I I liked I didn't like that he said it, but I, I understood it more when he said it was close enough and we thought if anything they would say, well, it's possession at that point. The the puck is in motion, it's hard to tell where it is. When you see it in those in those reverse angles, it's so close, but it's close enough that I don't I, know if it's conclusive, I, and then you just you you give a team that just got some momentum a chance to set up in the offensive zone. And here's my argument that it's a it, coin flip. That it's not <laughs> possession. Is that the dude zips into the zone. Oh, I, I agree with you yeah. on this. He yeah. comes back to the blue line, and whether he's offside or not, I think he was, but he gets the puck and whips it into the zone. Right. Like, there's no, I'm going to hold on to this and get the blue line. There's right. a send it. And that, and that is the one spot where, you know, it's hard for us because Bednar is the one that's had those conversations with officials sure. in, in the past and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that, you know, this is any reason not to do it, but if he feels like, <laughs> I know these guys, they're, they're going to say that's possession. I, I just think it was close enough that, cool, I trust that my guys are capable of going out and getting one, especially now that they've got a little bit of that hunger. It, it, it was it was tough. It, it's a really tough. I'm yeah. I'm not envious of his position in that moment. I would also <laughs> like to point out that the linesmen were terrible tonight. <laughs> <laughs> there were like four possessions in a row. The Avs come down in the first or second period, and Darren Helm is like eight feet <laughs> offside, yeah. and they're like, "Nope, it's fine." I was calling him while yeah, we were watching. Yeah, I was like, too. that's offside. On the watch line, I'm offsides. like, it's not even close. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, As they're going to score here, they didn't, but, you yeah. <laughs> know. And, and now here is one thing that I will say. Because, and maybe <laughs> maybe this group of linesmen was the bad, uh, the, the worst group that you could have for this moment. Because that play that, that led to the goal, as close as it was, that is something that we have seen officials air on the side of, I don't necessarily know if right. caution is the right word. Let, it, but let yeah. the challenge right. sort it out. Well, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! I'm going. I'm going the other way. Oh, right. I don't agree. I, I feel like I've seen several where it's just like blow it dead. Yeah, yeah, they just blow it dead, and and I feel like I've said out loud, if it's close enough, why not just let it play out and let the challenge play it out? And and I feel like I've seen officials blow stuff dead that's close, and tonight they didn't. That honestly seemed like one to me where we've seen officials. And I don't know how close it was, though. Like, <laughs> that, that's the problem. Like, just, there's a few of them that were blatant. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about on the goal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's just go yeah, back no, to have yeah. stuff. 2006, where there's no challenges. It's just whatever the call is, is stands. No one gets to question it. It just is. Let's go back. We've gone down the wrong path. <laughs> this is another conversation that I love having. We did it on a TDSP once of... Like, you do it to get the, the call right and stuff. And, th- and this is my other thing. Had they reviewed that and called it offside, obviously it would have been great for the abs, but, like, those are the exact type of plays where I, I really do. I just have such an issue with those. You're, you're talking fractions yeah. like, of, of literally millimeters. Like, literally zero effect on the right, play. Right, 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 right. Fractions of millimeters, frame and by frame. A- again... <laughs> 
there's, I, there's a thousand avalanche examples yeah. where it's like that you're saying that that overturns <laughs> this <goal>. play. <laughs> um, well, and I, the bigger problem I have with it is, like you said, they do it to get the call right. I don't have any fucking confidence that the review right, gets the right, call right, right half the time. Right. So, so you like, guys are endorsing cheating. Cool. That's what this pod's turned into. You guys you like guys, you guys want a bunch look, of cheaters yeah, out there. Yeah. If you're not cheating, this is now the Vegas Golden Knights podcast. Right. Uh, yeah. So it, it it was so close that honestly, had he challenged it, wouldn't have had an issue with it because kind of like what you guys are Same. saying, you're yeah. just you're going for it. But I, I do, I, I I honestly do like the vote of confidence in his team. Obviously, it's a shame it didn't work out. They go out and score yeah. the next shift, and this is a completely different conversation. Where we're saying Bednar's a genius. He <laughs> knew that his guys would go get it done. Um, so you know, in, interesting coaching call. Um, you could easily, you could definitely make the argument that it was a miss. You know, kind of a missed. Yeah, I just think inside of that game, right, where it's just such a close game, yeah. there's not a lot of scoring you chances happening. You know the one happening. goal is so big. That yeah. one goal felt like that was the game winner. It's like see, you I, might as well see if you can challenge it and get I, it reversed. I really did. I This game to me had the whole night had the feel of it's going to go zeros, and then you're going to get two goals in 90 seconds or something <laughs> like that, like a goal and a response. Because um, that's usually how this this – Stupid shit like that happens all the time. I think it was the Florida Panthers and Washington Capitals shit. This must have been six, seven years ago when they went like 25 rounds deep in the shootout. And they would literally go 10 rounds in between a goal and then both guys would score to keep yeah, it going. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that was how this game felt to me was someone's going to break through. It's going to be this huge like relief. And then the other team's going to come right back and score. So I guess maybe that was why I felt a little bit different when he didn't challenge it. I was like, they're going to go get it right back anyways, and now we're going to go 1-1 to overtime. Um, but, yeah, uh, again, game game of inches, right? Yep. yep. It's just <laughs> that much of a difference is, is what matters. And, look, if you want to be mad at the Avs for not finishing their chances, reasonable. Reasonable take. The Avs couldn't find a way to score a goal tonight. Couldn't beat the post. It would have only taken one. <laughs> And they probably win. Whoever scores first in this game probably wins. Yep. And the Avs couldn't find one. You want better. You want better on the offensive side of the puck from Colorado. And, look, I think we can all – can we – I'll ask. Can we all agree to give the defense a pass tonight? Johnson and Johnson is your second pairing. Are we really expecting a lot out of that? Well, I thought they were fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like – you're not going to ask for more than what you got out of it tonight. No. Nope. I mean, it kind of shows you the value in Sammy as well. 100%. I mean, Sammy plus Byram, like, that changes that whole thing back there, right? Yeah. That's your second pair. It looks completely different. Yeah. So The whole game looks completely different. Yeah. It's just wildly different on that front. So the only real nitpick I have in the Avs game is that they didn't finish. Yeah. I, I don't know what else you can really be upset with on Colorado's side of this hockey game other than maybe Bednar didn't challenge. Yeah. Like, I mean, they had they had their chances. Like you said, they just didn't finish them. It wasn't like they were just getting, you know, shellacked. And, right. you know, it was Carolina and Ajo just taking it to them. Right. It was a pretty competitive game. But, again, like the Avs sometimes have a problem of getting too cute. Yeah, and yep. deferring to passing, which you saw a few it times tonight, they're yep. looking for the perfect play. Kadri had one. Yes, yep. instead of putting pucks on net, and I think that's the thing that really kind of screwed them tonight. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, do want to talk about it a little bit more? But grab yourself a Breck brew while you're at it. Uh, unfortunately, no goals from the Abs doesn't mean free <laughs> beer. But Breck beer, still delicious stuff. You're going to want to get in on it. Every time the Avs do score two goals, which in the first period, they will again this season, I promise. It'll happen. You get a free beer from Breck Brew if you keep your receipt. Just go over there. Check in with BreckBrew.com. Send them a picture of your receipt. They'll reimburse you for your first beer of the night. It's delicious stuff. You cannot go wrong with Breck Brew. Highly recommend it. You go check out all of their stuff. They got dope merch. I know everyone's been hard up hitting me up for their uh, their trucker hats, the Avalanche Breck Brew. It's dope. Go, go look at it. A lot of people love the thing. Also, 
make sure you're taking care of your teeth. If you are like the guy Kadri high-sticked and embellishing how bad your teeth are, <laughs> go to Green Mountain Dental Group, get your teeth checked out, get a cleaning x-ray and exam from them, and you get a free Sonicare toothbrush to take care of your teeth at home. So jump on that, Green Mountain Dental Group, just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. Great at what they do. Can, uh, can give you the pearly white so you can flash your smile when you fake getting hit in the face. It works. <laughs> third period of the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook we do have one super chat here from a real politic five dollars saying best things about la weather burritos looking at you blaze and can watch abs games without illicit behavior yeah must be nice must be nice to not be in the broadcast range good on you happy for you and good burritos California's got them. Are they the best? What's the, what's the best burrito you've had, Blaze? Ever? Ever. Uh, it was in uh, it was in Phoenix. Okay. Shocked you actually have an answer for this. I, yeah. I don't know if I could answer Off this question. Yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah Phoenix. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think of the place <laughs> I was at. Real cute boutique <laughs> yeah. place. It was one of those. Yeah, I fucking Actually, it was. wasn't. It was, uh, it was kind of like in the... Slums of uh, Phoenix mm-hmm. is a little sketchy. <laughs> Some but guy down an alley no, just no, shoved no, no. one in my place. hand. Was it Phil Kessel? It was, it was Phil Kessel's <laughs> house. It was delicious. That guy can cook a mean burrito. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Number two, the bar right here. Hey, hey, I was gonna say, hey, let's go. The burrito is good here with the carnitas, I assume. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. So. You can break this game down into three periods. Shocking, I know. But (laughs) (laughs) first period was definitely Canes. Second period was definitely Avs. Yep. Third period, do you feel it was fairly even? Obviously, Canes got the goal and the nonsense after the goal. I'm kind of willing to just forget about. But the first 15 minutes of the third, fairly even? Yeah, I I thought... Yeah, I think the first period was Kane, second period was Avs, and then I thought you saw the teams kind of trade blows, trade possession. I thought maybe Carolina had a slight edge in the third. Um, the Avs seemed to struggle a few at at times to control the zone. Um, you know, they were getting pucks in deep, and I felt like Carolina was breaking them out pretty quick. But other than that, yeah, I don't know, Blaze. I'd even say in the first period, I'd say the first half of the period was definitely mm, Canes. Yeah. Second half yeah. of the period, the ice started to shift a little bit, and you started to see the Avs actually sustain some pressure and inside yep. the offensive zone. So you could kind of see that the second period was going to kind of be taken over by the Avalanche, just yeah. the way that they were playing out. They got more comfortable, started moving the puck around the way that they wanted to, and it felt like they finally got the Canes to you know, sit back on their heels a little bit. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, I think you guys basically hit it. Third period, I think, was it was a toss-up. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you do that third period 100 times, you know, it's probably a 50-50 draw on yeah, game, seriously. on goals in that, game, that period. I – and I know I've already – Blaze and Jesse have both been mad at me about this already, and chat was mad about at me about it during the watch-along, but that's hockey, man. That's how these games end all the time. When it's 0-0, you know it's going to be some stupid shit <laughs> where something dumb happens and the one team gets a lucky bounce and that's that's what goes on. And honestly, I love that about hockey. I think it's awesome that sometimes just some stupid bullshit happens <laughs> and you win a game. See, now here's here is here is where I will give you shit. Is that you're like, oh, I love that. That's hockey. Just something crazy happens in it. But don't take it to a shootout because that's not – that's gimmicky. It's like, <laughs> it is. No. If, if you're going to be okay – You keep with- playing until someone gets a stupid bounce. <laughs> I'd, just rather, I'd just rather end it on a, on a nice play. We had, wow, that was a, a high skill, high-end goal. No. Could you imagine if they just played it out? Oh, yes. Until somebody scored? The best. Like, remember that – Boston series that went like five overtime, five six or overtime, six overtime whatever it was. Yeah. for a regular season game where it's like, well, let's see, viewership's down to three guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm all about. I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I mean, again, 
you're right. Like, you know, you see ugly bounds all the time. But, like, to me, I hate to see I, – I, I, and I would have said this had it gone the other way. You hate to see a team lose a, a great hockey game on some stupid – Shit like that, where again, Darcy, like Darcy Kemper didn't deserve that. No, he didn't. He, but he played fantastic, and to have it be, and, and, and again, I would have said the same thing about Anti Ranta had it gone the other way, where it's like a skipping, bouncing puck. Really, at least if you lose in a shootout, you got beat I, clean. You got, you, I, he was stronger than you, he beat you. I hear what you're saying, and part of me agrees with it, but part of me also <laughs> remembers the Ryan O'Reilly goal against San Jose in the playoffs. And it was like, yeah, Where you lol, missed the puck. didn't matter, <laughs> one, ha ha, suck it. Like, well, yeah, but but see, again, like, I, I you, you mean the Brian Boyle goal yes. that was credited to Ryan yes. O'Reilly? Yes, correct. Uh, and, and see, again, like, that's one of those things where I even remember thinking that at the time, like, holy shit, that's amazing that they won. They're up one to nothing, but god damn, you feel bad for Evgeny Nabokov. Holy Yeah, smokes. I feel bad for him for about four seconds. Well, yeah. And then it, I have moved on, and it's, it's celebration team, time. yes. <laughs> Is hockey the only sport where this happens, where one team... Yes. Not, not, not tonight. I'm not talking about tonight's game. Right. But just hockey in general, right? Where you can have a team playing out of their mind, get all the scoring opportunities that they want. The other team plays like shit, puts 10 shots on net, wins 3-1. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it happens to some level in other sports, but nowhere near the level yeah. that it happens in hockey. I don't think it's even close. I, I mean, it, it happens three times a week in the NHL. <laughs> yeah, right. and, and when stuff like that happens in other sports... It's like a it, shocking right, right, right. big it, deal. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. And, and honestly, maybe football is the only one where you could say something like that could happen. Um because basketball, if you're clearly outplaying the other team, you just you're, you're going to get more looks. Yeah, yeah and you're just going <laughs> to yeah. you're just going to accrue more points naturally. <laughs> um, baseball, maybe. You know, if, if you can get some weird like bloopers or an error, or stuff, right, right, something like that. Um, or yeah, you have you know a great pitching duel, and then some a fan leans out yeah. and catches a ball in foul territory, yeah, 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 and you yeah. go on to lose the game. By the way, Cubs, that was not. No. Okay. That, what's his name? I forget. Oh, sorry. Are, we, are you taking this all the way back to? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, he didn't give up five runs in that What's his inning. name? I can't remember his name either. Doesn't matter. But, yeah, I mean, it happens. You see it in <laughs> hockey all the time where, yeah, you click on a on a box score and it's like, whoa, they got outshot 41 to 17. Didn't and matter. And they won 4 <laughs> <Yeah>. to 1. <laughs> uh, and and that that is part of what makes hockey great um bartman thank you yeah yep yeah you didn't even say bartman but it was close enough yeah <laughs> i appreciate it uh <laughs> that's part of what makes hockey great man is is you know there's the the for some reason it gets attached to, to football the any given sunday thing yeah that's how hockey is at every level every night <laughs> any team can win if you get well the that's right why the playoffs are the way that they are yep. right to make sure like those flukes don't happen. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't decide. That's why you play a seven game series? Yeah, yeah. 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 You've got to yeah. you got to win four times because hockey's so unpredictable. Yeah. We do have another super chat here, which we can get to. Five dollars from Josh. I have no problem with the goal itself, and had that happened in the Avs' favor, it would have been awesome. My problem is the Nas bias. So that was another thing that Landis Gog addressed uh, in his in his post game yep. comments. I'm going to pull up the exact quote here, and and, and look, I I probably buy into the whole the NHL hates Nazem Kadri <laughs> conspiracy the Excuse least. I, I just don't, I, I, I don't I don't buy it. I either. don't lean into it very much. Um, let's see here. Uh, so, uh, but once is, you get labeled, you're labeled. Well, right. So, well, so Gabe Landis, this was uh, Gabe Landis talking exact quote. They're saying Nas is flopping. We're arguing it's still a hook, just like they were arguing before. It's an unfortunate. It's unfortunate because that's a playoff game tonight. It's very unfortunate that it comes down to that. Whether a guy has been suspended numerous times or not, is he carrying around that heavy baggage forever? I'm not saying TJ and Wes didn't call for that reason, but Nas is a guy that's competitive. Whether he sold the call or not, you can look at the video when the stick was in his waist, and that's why he loses the puck. I think it's unfortunate. Um, 
Uh, again, I, I don't buy into the conspiracy theory that the NHL hates Nazem Kadri and tells officials either. to call stuff on him, <laughs> but you're 100% right, Blaze. And again, this is at every level. Once you get that reputation, you either get calls or you don't. There, there is well, a... And they lean one way or the other, and Nas does not get any calls. Here's, here's the take I will make here. Nas complains to the refs a lot. Oh, yeah. He does. Just factual. I think the refs know that. I think they are aware. And I think that creates a situation where the refs are kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever, Nas. You're just yelling at us again. <laughs> when Landy comes out and says that, that's when the refs stand up and go, oh, shit. Yeah, it'll be real interesting to see what the fallout of this yeah. whole thing is. Well, because, and, and, and this, taking this all the way back to the start of the show, and maybe this is a great way to start winding this down, you know, you've seen teams do this before where they will make public comments calling out the officiating. And what it does is it, is it puts a spotlight on, and he called them out by name, TJ and Wes. He called out the two referees in tonight's game by name. And regardless of how they feel about it, you know, everyone loves Wes McCauley and all that stuff. But Gabe Landeskog just said, these two officials in particular look like they have a bit of a bias against Nazem Kadri. And that's a prominent player putting that out there. And he made sure to say it in a, in a politically correct way that's not going to get him. I don't think it gets him fined. If it gets him fined 10000 bucks, he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, but now there is a bit of a spotlight. And the next time... Wes McCauley or what's uh, TJ Luxmore? Luxmore. Luxmore yeah. Yeah. Next time they're officiating an avalanche game and they make a dicey call on Nazem Kadri or a dicey yeah. non-call, now the abs... See, look, we told you guys after the game in Carolina that they have it out for him, and here it is again. Great point. And, and they just... They, they have now floated that out there, and TJ Luxmore and Wes McCauley... It's, it's in the back yep. of their mind now. Yeah. And, yep. and the next time there's a 50-50 call with one of those guys, I'll bet you Nas gets it. I would agree. Because they don't they don't want to look, look like they are fulfilling the conspiracy. There's a genuine theory. track record of yep. teams saying, hey, this is bullshit, and the refs suddenly things are going their way. Yep. Yeah. It's and it's not even just a track record. It's like a laundry list <laughs> of teams that teams, coaches, GMs that, that have done this, uh is uh, whoever Pittsburgh's GM was during their back-to-back -back cup runs. You can go all the way back to Joel Quinville in Chicago. Yeah. Like, it's, it literally goes decades back. Right, like, This right. works. Well, and, and like I said, that in, in Pittsburgh's case, I, I, it was Jim Rutherford. Yep. These calls are ridiculous. Switches, and I'm not saying that's why they went on to win the cup, but th there is some 3D chess that you have to play. And... Um, you liked that it was Landis Cog. He didn't go up there with anyone else. They had two mics set out. It's usually two players for availability um, now in our post-COVID. Uh, and when I say post-COVID, I mean since March 2020. Sure. Uh, you know, reality, it's usually two players for post-game and then coach. Yep. It was just Landy. He got up, gave the statement, answered a couple questions. What did you say to, to Luxmore that got you booted, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this is the first time we've seen the Avs try to play a little bit of that off-ice game, and it's Blaze, I agree 100%. It's going to be interesting to see the fallout, follow-up, whatever you want yeah. to call it from this. I Look, I'm sure the Avs will happily pay the fine if that's yeah. what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure Kadri will pitch in yeah. 50%. <laughs> so we'll see how that all goes. Again, I don't know. If you want to be feel bad about it, fine. Fan how you want to fan. I'm not here to tell you how to feel, but that was a great hockey game. I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm going to enjoy it for what it uh, what it was and say, ah, you know, the one bounce went Carolina's way on to the next one. Yep. Anything I else? Was, oh, I thought it was a great game. It was yeah. super fun to watch. I mean, yeah. again, you don't like the outcome. Of course. But, again, like if that's the Stanley Cup final, that's going to be awesome. Dude, one of the most fun games I ever played in my life, we lost one to nothing. Yeah. It's it's one of my like favorite hockey memories. It was such like every shift matters, right? Right, yeah. right. And and uh, so yeah, th th this was this was another game like that where, yeah, you lose. You wish there was a different result for your team. What you know, kind of like the Vegas Avalanche series last year. One of these teams has to lose. Uh, it's unfortunate that it's the one that this podcast is about. Uh, but that's a great game, Blaze. I think you're right when you said earlier. 
if you re replay that game a hundred times, yep. you probably get a f as close to a 50-50 split if, as you're going to get. If you're 0-0 zero, zero with 10 minutes left in the game. Oh, some, some stuff going on out there, eh? That's a SWAT beat. I didn't that's look, a, that's a I didn't look yeah. at like high danger chances or anything, but just like the shots on goal. 36 to 37. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it's like it's a, such an even game. It's a banger of a game. If yeah. you believe in the avalanche, you will take them 0-0 zero, zero with 10 minutes left against any right. team every night. And sometimes they're going to lose, like tonight. But if you believe this is a Stanley Cup caliber team, you will take that scenario. Didn't work out for them tonight. That's all I got. Yeah, and yeah, yeah I'm just going to... Last thing, no one else is allowed to talk after I say this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that... Exactly what you just said goes back to the the challenge, no challenge thing. I think you even picked this team a fair amount of times down, down one to one. nothing with yeah. less than 10 minutes left in the third. Um, and and you got no, got no problems with, with tonight's game other than shucks. Bad result. There you go. It happens. You can't talk. Yeah, I was going to say, I have to be right. Well, I do have it. to end the show. I do have to end the show. I mean, you can end the show if you want. Well, I mean, you already started talking, so you might as well okay. do that. <laughs> You're going to call me out in the post-game post presser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm going to actually uh, I'm gonna have them leave, and then I'm going to make a statement uh, after this. Chat, we love all you. We appreciate you hanging out with us. You know, whatever the result, we will be back with you tomorrow. Roast your rosters, which is really just roasting your trades. Get your stuff in on cap friendly. Put DNVR in the title. We're going to do a bunch of them tomorrow, including our own. So be sure to tune in for that. Have a fun time as we chat about trade deadline nonsense. Yeah, hope to see you there. Until then, we will talk to you on the next one.